0: From the heart of the Forest City, focusing on the biggest stories in London, this is the Craig Needles Podcast. Now here's your host, Craig Needles. It's the Craig Needles Podcast at ClassicRock981.com, LondonNewsToday.ca. Find us wherever you get your podcasts as well. And in the studio this week, we are joined by Michael Lerner. And Michael is representing some people with the Ward 7 Ratepayers Association who, let's let's be straight up, we're not particularly thrilled with some things I said on last week's edition of the podcast. You want to go back and listen to the episode. I had the interview with Pam Hill, and then afterwards, I, I said some things that we'll get into. But Michael, for starters, thank you for being here. I'm I'm glad you reached out, and, and thanks for coming in. My pleasure. So last week on the podcast, what I said that uh, touched a little bit of a nerve I said that, and I won't use the same language again because I'm not as fired up today, but I said that uh, a significant percentage of the people who were claiming victory for that hub being removed from northwest London uh, did not necessarily care about people who live at the Lighthouse Inn. Now, I've got a whole bunch of letters here that I think back up that particular claim. Uh, But you obviously think that I'm incorrect about that. So please, uh, if you think I'm incorrect, tell me why I'm wrong.
1: So let's start with the interest of uh, transparency. Yes. Uh, As you said, I'm here as a representative of the residents, some of the residents of Ward 7. Uh, I am not here in my professional capacity as a lawyer at Learners. Mm -hmm. I'm here in my personal capacity, and thirdly, and I think this is important, uh, I am a, a, an irregular patron of uh, the Black Pearl Pub, mm-hmm. which is uh, located in the facility. And I also know a number of the, uh, I call them residents, uh, of the, um, uh, of the uh, uh, units uh, where these people live. Yep. Uh, and on occasion in the past, I have been involved uh helping them with various issues. Sure. So uh, I, I I take some exception right off the st- start when you refer this as a victory. Uh, I don't think this is a, a victory for the, the people who live in re, uh, Ward 7. Okay. I, I think this is... Uh, I said
0: claiming victory, but sure. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, I don't think we claim victory. Okay, fair
0: enough. I, I
1: think it is a... Uh, a regrettable situation that occurred uh, because of the um, uh, the failure of whoever designated that uh, location to be a hub mm-hmm. to do all of their homework.
0: Yes, and we, we agree wholeheartedly there. Either the CMHA or the city, let's be honest, probably both screwed up here.
1: No question yep. about that. And uh, from the outset, I have to tell you, uh, uh, I personally uh, spoke to a couple of counselors directly uh, before this issue really developed uh, mm-hmm. as to the problem that, that exists. And I cautioned them that in creating the hub there, what they were really doing it was going to be uh, a net zero return because the people who currently reside there do so for a particular reason, mm. primarily because of the cost and they cannot afford to live anywhere else. So what they would be doing would be putting homeless people who deserve and should be accommodated in and taking people who were already in and essentially making them homeless. Yes. And so there was n- no net gain. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, that was my primary objection. There were other issues that concerned me. Uh, and let me just finish on that topic. Mm-hmm. The, the counselors who I spoke to said, quote, We have been assured that the people who live in currently live in the Lighthouse yep. Inn will be accommodated somewhere within the city. And before I am prepared to approve this location... I will need that confirmed." Right. And I said, as much as that is an accommodation of sorts, I don't think it's the answer, but that at least ensures that these people uh, will be taken care of. Right. And I gave and- an example of a, of a family, uh, a Mexican family, where the children uh, attend school in the area, the children live in, sleep in the mall, the parents sleep in a car. Uh, as an example, mm-hmm. I said, I know a number of other people who uh, their rent is so nominal that uh, they could just, there is no place else where uh, right. they, they could afford to live. Now,
0: I heard some of them are paying $1,300 a month, is what was, was brought up in the media. Is that an accurate number as far as you're aware, or do you not know?
1: Well, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I do know that one individual is paying $200 a month.
0: That so, you're not
1: finding that anyplace else. Okay, yeah. so, uh, I, 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 and again, I have not confirmed that. That's mm-hmm. what I have been told. So, my other concerns, uh, and I think they are uh, not primary concerns, mm-hmm. was the location to the treatment center down the street, uh, the possible location of uh, an elementary school to service Fox Hollow uh, in close proximity to the mall. Uh, the Mastermind Store that uh, mm-hmm. patronizes only children—it's a children's uh, uh, store right next door—and uh, so—and and, you know that my concern was not that uh, something, uh, well, that, that that people there naturally would not be confined to the space, and these mm-hmm. and these people uh, for a variety of reasons, uh, addiction problems, mental health problems. Uh, um uh, sometimes conduct themselves in a manner that uh, uh, might be damaging to a, a young child to, to witness and, and see. I, I think it's part of an education, but I question, you know when that, when they have to be informed and educated as to this existing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that your podcast was unfair. okay? Uh, I, I don't consider, uh the opposition which was substantiated
0: by the ultimate decision to be a hissy fit uh I, i'm gonna push back on you there uh i don't know if the opposition was substantiated by the ultimate decision i've got uh half a dozen letters there were uh, over 110 that were written to the city some were in favor of it some were opposed but the opposition Says some, you know, when the opposition is something along the lines of what's going to happen to my property values or what's going to happen to uh, let's see, I'm both concerned and frustrated that this with the city's plan to put a hub within arms' reach of my home, children, and their school. It is an understatement to think that it's an appropriate location for the mentally ill and drug addicts is absurd. Uh, Why are we why are we calling these people names? Why are we being so dismissive of of these people that do have a need. Why are we saying that they're this toxic thing that's going to go into the neighborhood? So I don't know if the opposition was substantiated because to me, the opposition was never about the people who live there. The opposition for the first two weeks of this discussion was about, ooh, I don't want drug addicts in my neighborhood. I've got a bunch of letters in my hand that say that.
1: Well, and and I am sure you do. Yes. And and I don't dismiss that concern. Talk to any of the merchants along Richmond Road Mm -hmm. and how The people who frequent that street have impacted and affected their business. Some have closed, some have relocated, some have had people come in off the street and and, and seek themselves in their business and refuse to leave and they've had to have a police uh, uh, take them out. The uh, the conduct is not, the conduct is not normal conduct, especially with people who are uh, addicted and who are uh, high on drugs, and people with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen them. I've seen them. I live downtown. Uh, I work downtown. Well, there you are. I know are. you do too. And uh, But, but, but this, I think this is a – and let me finish? just say, yep. I think if they plan this hub in, I would say – any of the wards in the city, there would people who have the same concerns. I agree
0: Maybe not four or thirteen, but all the other ones.
1: Well well, are, are they legitimate? Uh, their, their concerns are uh, uh, will there be uh, the uh, increase in crime? The police say there will be. The police have acknowledged that these people, regardless of they are, Uh, break into cars, I sit in my office and look out out the back window and at least once or twice a week I see somebody who apparently uh, or appears to be on drugs trying the door handles of every one of the cars in our parking lot to see if they can get into the cars. It's a matter, It happens. Right. A, and, is but, that going
0: to happen someone who, with someone who's housed uh, that has a place to stay and a warm place to have a shower in, in northwest London? Is the same thing going to happen there? How do we know? I would suggest that someone who doesn't have a place to sleep is going to be more likely to do something like that than someone who does.
1: Well, I, I mean, that that is an assumption that you make. I don't think the residency is the prime cause of the conduct. Oh, I, th- I do. I think it's the addiction mm-hmm. and the mental health issues. And let's be let's be correct about this. This all is attributable to the fact that the uh, provincial government closed facilities. Oh, preach. No, you we are
0: completely in alignment there.
1: Okay. Completely right. in alignment there. So,
0: and the province is screwing us on o- Ontario Works and ODSP too. And Absolutely. So We are completely in alignment there. You know, the governments,
1: uh, and I will even say the provincial and the municipal government, uh, have never really come to grips with a solution. It's all a bunch of Mm -hmm. Band-Aids. I know that uh, uh, early on, and, and it must have been five years ago, Uh, I had a conversation with Peter Fragiscatos and said, we've got this facility out on Highbury. Can we not make that uh, some reasonable accommodation for these people? Some will not want to live there. Others will, but at least it will get a significant number of people off the street and they'll have a place to call home. And uh, Peter said that uh, he actually had pursued that, but it was it was not a possibility. But th- th- there was an alternative, uh, and you know, with respect, I think our our, our city council, uh, and I may get into a lot of trouble for saying this, are more Please. focused on bike lanes and traffic patterns in the city than they are dealing with the homeless. But
0: this is just like we're in the middle of talking about what would have been the biggest plan municipally backed plan to, to help people who are homeless in the city's history though. Have you have you had and I I I have not but have have you had anybody
1: say there should not be a hub in ward 7? I haven't had one person say that to me. They've said if there is a suitable location that meets the criteria, we will not object to it. Right. Okay. So well, what about the people that say that I pay too much in taxes to have a hub near my house? Well, I've got, so I've got that in letters too. Come on. Some people have said that, Greg. Yeah. And no, I don't deny that. Right. And the question is... I pay taxes too, and there's social services near my house. It would be interesting yeah. to see what a real estate appraiser has to say about values of property uh, that are located in proximity.
0: Uh, the, uh, the drug I the, actually just got my house appraised not long ago. And not anywhere once in the appraisal was anything about this. So- There's a social service in the city of London that is uh, like I could drive a golf ball from my driveway to theirs. Not once is that mentioned the appraisal. We'll just put that up there. Well, uh, no.
1: uh, and, and, and I hear you, but yeah. I believe that uh, your characterization of the people in Ward 7 was unfair. Uh
0: you are certainly entitled to your opinion, yep. and I'm not saying anything's do, anyone's doing anything illegal. I'm not saying anyone's done anything that you know. I, I just think that that's a reflection of character, and it's a poor one. Like, sorry, but that's that's how I feel.
1: But even the yeah. the, the, the safe uh, inoculation unit, yep. when it was located on uh, relocated yep. down to uh, York Street, there were there were neighbors, people who live there. Sure. Uh, who said the same thing? What do you think I said about them on my radio show at the time? Well, I, I don't know what <laughs> same said.
0: stuff, man. Promise you. Okay. Yeah. Well and and and
1: I'm not saying yeah. that you're not entitled to yeah. your opinion, but I think that to criticize the people who and, and the major, the major objection was the dislocation, the relocation of the people who live right. there.
0: And but not at the beginning. Well, because, it was with me. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was with you. I'm not, I'm not disputing for a second it was with you. I know that, like I said, you've, you've done some legal work with those folks and that's, that's great. But the beginning, like, like I said, I've got uh, over a hundred letters, uh, let's say 90 something of them were against the hub. The people who live at the Lighthouse Inn were not mentioned in any of them. That well,
1: I let me tell you, yeah. I don't think yeah. a, a majority of the people who lived in Ward 7 in the neighborhood mm-hmm. Knew who
0: lived. Any, yeah. knew anything about. Right, they the just people. didn't want the hub in the neighborhood. They didn't care what the re- they, they didn't care about the vehicle to get there. They just cared about the destination. Right, they, That's, and so we we agree. But the people who did know, yeah. raised that as mm-hmm. an issue from the get-go. And, said, and I believe that I'm not saying that I'm not saying that didn't happen. All I'm saying is that when I made my comments, it was about again the letters of which are in my hand as we talk, and uh, Councillor Rahman's comments, which for the first couple of meetings about this, the people who live at the lighthouse in, not mentioned. Well, I
1: mean, you used words in your your podcast like it was a, a convenient.
0: Yes. Excuse. I, and I believe for for a, a significant percentage, I believe that to be the case. Well, I don't
1: know what percentage. For some, it may well have been. Right. But some, for many of it, it was a legitimate
0: reason. Right. A legitimate And the excuse. reason was legitimate. And here's the thing. Like, The right, we we eventually got to the right spot here, which is we can't make those people homeless. That would have been a, a miscarriage of justice. We agree. City staff assured not just counselors, but people in the community, such as myself, that, hey, we've got a handle on this. So I felt lied to and a bit burned on that. I want to be very clear, I felt burned by city staff, and I don't know if somebody burned them first, if, if, if they were just passing the burn along, but I felt burned on that because I said, hey, look, staff says we've got a handle on this, and that very clearly wasn't true. So I, I do feel as though I was misled there, to be clear. Uh, but at the same time, like I said, there, the, the portion about, hey, there's some people that are going to become homeless, or even if that is a good reason to stop the project, at the beginning of the objection, the loudest voices were not talking about that.
1: Well, it's it's it, it's it's interesting uh, that you say that because I think that the uh, the location was designated or identified on a Wednesday or Thursday of the week. Right. Uh, on the Friday, I happened to be uh, in the Black Pearl. Right. Uh, and uh, the people who were there. Uh, some of whom live in the neighborhood, yep. s- some from outside. The, the absolute primary express concern was the people who lived there. Sure. Unquestionably. Right. And the second concern was that people who had uh, invested in a business, mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be dislocated.
0: And I won't dispute that what's going to happen to the Black Pearl was one of the the conversations at the very start of this. I I don't dispute that. However, I will also note that commercial leases end. You know, that's just part of doing business, isn't it, though? Like, it sucks. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but that's just... Part of what happens in the business world is commercial leases end, right? Having lived in the
1: North End all my life, I remember when that was Wong's Garden, Mm -hmm. when my kids, who are now in their Mm mid-40s, were uh, uh, in the early days of elementary school. So that location, the front of that location, Mm -hmm. had been a commercial restaurant location for over 50 years. And the people who presently uh, leased that property have invested a great deal of money in establishing, building up a business. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it,
0: mm-hmm. no, it's, I, I'm not disputing that it and, sucks. And, and, no.
1: and, you know, they, they were going to be negatively impact yep. either I out agree. of business, but certainly out of business right. there, find another location, et cetera, et cetera. I agree.
0: And, and start all over again. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's, to me, that ought yeah, to have been a consideration yeah, that's, as well. That's fair. But to me, though, the beat, if, if you're someone who runs the black Pearl, To me, the person you're pissed off at is your landlord for finding the better deal than you were giving them, as opposed to the City of London. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with that. Because clearly the owner of the property was on board with Boone and the Black Pearl uh, and everybody else at one point during this.
1: And let's let's be fair that what I understand the landlord was going to be paid. Oh, big time. Was... uh,
0: that's a, a good chunk an of An exorbitant yep. amount. Yep. And, and he would never get that that in, in uh, any other way. Hard agree. So what that makes one wonder, perhaps, Michael, was the landlord misleading CMHA and the city about the tenancy status and the number of long-term residents who are at that inn? I think that that might be Occam's razor here. Possibly. I asked the CMHA about that. They said, no, but maybe we're just trying to play nice in the sandbox. Well, what I also said,
1: and I I think um, there were three or four counselors uh, who I spoke to. Mm -hmm. I said, as part of your homework, right, go up there, interview and talk to these Mm -hmm. people. Find out why they're there, where they came from, uh, what their plans are. I mean, put an identity to the numbers and and see if, if that is any sort of a compelling argument for you uh, to oppose mm-hmm. this location. This was before CMHA yeah. uh, made its uh, decision.
0: But I said, the, the, these are people. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I think that where criticism lies here is CMHA and the city of London didn't do that. And they should have. And on that, on that issue, you and I we're we're, 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 we're relying on a, on a bunch of this here. But, yeah, the, the, obviously there was homework that was not completed here. And now it's, I, I think, an embarrassment for the city that it got to the point that it did. Uh,
1: absolutely. No yep. question about it. And yep. uh, uh, I believe um, councillors are, are well-intentioned and they rely upon advice and information that's provided to them. I agree. Uh, Some of them are are very conscientious and go beyond that and actually uh, make personal inquiries and go visit the scenes of of even a rezoning or something like that. And uh, they were were misled. Mm. And and it's regrettable and it has reflected badly upon them. I agree. And probably uh, should never have been
0: directed at them. They were relying on
1: what yeah. they were told.
0: They, yeah, they asked, like, it wasn't a matter of, and this is something I've seen online, oh, the counselors there didn't care. No, no, no. They asked staff, and who were in turn supposed to ask the CMHA, hey, what's going to happen to the folks who are living there? And they were essentially told, hey, look, we're going to figure something out for these people. And to be clear, it, like in a world where it's normal and actual real-life housing is available to people, uh, finding a better spot for someone to live than the hotel rooms at Lighthouse Inn should not be difficult we're talking about no actual kitchen people eating meals off hot plates you would think that finding a better spot for those folks shouldn't have been so hard however turns out very very hard
1: well when they were told yep that the people who live there were going to be looked after right they it were misled should have been one question yeah and follow up to make sure how Right. Just like when I joined a board, uh, I won't identify the board, mm-hmm. I was given advice by somebody who left, uh, was leaving the board, said to me, if you want to be successful on this board, there's when the administration comes forward with a proposal, you only have to say one thing, why? Mm-hmm. Because they have gotten away without justifying the decisions that they're making. And this is a perfect example where when they were told what they were told, the question
0: shouldn't have been dropped then. It should have been how. Right. Okay. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and and that's fair. Now, that's one that I don't think staff is going to answer publicly, even in like, because we're talking about something the entire city can see. Hey, we're going to move this person here, going to move that person there. They're, they're not going to answer that publicly. That being said, there should have been a private answer to that question that clearly didn't exist. Well, what, yeah.
1: Well, well I agree with that as well, yeah. but as I say, uh, the reason uh, that, uh, that I'm here today yep. is I think when people raise issues that affect them, mm-hmm. that they have the right to be heard. Yep. Uh, I understand. Uh, but I, all, then I
0: have the right to be critical of their points.
1: Though. You, you have yeah. the right to be critical, but I think uh, some of the language yeah, was over the top. Okay. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, and, and I, like, I know that some of them didn't like hissy fit. And there was a, a CBSC complaint or a couple of CBSC complaints. Just uh future reference for CBSC complaints if you're listening to this podcast. Nothing I say on here can be touched by the CBSC. Don't even try. It's actually quite nice. Now, if I say something on the radio I don't like, call the CBSC. But nothing I say on here is applicable. Uh, just for future reference. Yeah, th- and, and and that's if, – if people like me, I, I, ca- I think I call it a temper tantrum and a hissy fit. But I think that when you're saying things like, uh, I drive by the Salvation Army on Horton every day and it's littered with high, drunk, smoking, half-naked people. Please don't expose our children to that. Uh, we already have to avoid downtown because of how unsafe it is. Please don't do this to our neighborhood, all capital letters. But aren't there... those legitimate concerns? I I live, a- I live a- downtown.
1: Yeah, I'm afraid to walk with my wife downtown okay. when it's dark. I have a number of people uh-huh. uh, um, who are I'm acquainted with at the Bud Gardens who say the same thing. They uh, they have fear, and and a couple of the uh, the retailers and the merchants downtown say these. You know, many of these people are carrying a form of a a weapon of some sort, mm-hmm. uh, a, a fabricated knife but, or something. But my finding is
0: that. If you don't bother them, they're not going to bother you. Well, that and, hasn't, and again, that I, hasn't been the experience with some people right. in the recent past. Right. But I, I so I walk from my place to this office every day. So that's about, I spend about an hour at least walking in the downtown core every, every weekday. And sometimes I'm with my kids who are four and six, even at night. I never re- – like sometimes you see people doing things that are funny and my kids are at this point a little bit used to that. They see someone who's yelling at someone other than them. It's not that big a deal. But I don't think that, oh, no, we might have a hub in our neighborhood is something that's worthy of, hey, we're all going to write 100 letters to council. We're going to write 100 letters to council uh, about how we're oh so upset about this hub. My Tim Hortons is 1.8 kilometers away. Like I don't have to take that concern seriously. Well, if, if you're writing a letter about how your Tim Hortons is 1.8 kilometers from the hub, then I, I get to dismiss that right away. Like okay. it's not relevant. Right? So yeah. the
1: bottom line is, yeah. this is a problem,
0: Just Huge not, problem.
1: not London's problem, yeah. it, this is a national problem in, in, in cities large and small, and it has to be addressed because unless it's properly addressed, it's only going to get worse. And there has to be some meaningful solution mm-hmm. that recognizes the plight of the people who need to be accommodated. Totally agree. Uh, but also is a solution that is not a, a band-aid for today or tomorrow. And it's going So do you
0: think the Atalosa hub and the YOU hub, would, would you call those band-aids? Or do you think those projects make sense? I, I
1: think Y-O-A and uh, Atalosa are different. Mm-hmm. Uh pr- first of all, uh, there are people uh, responsible people on site. Yes, all the time. Right. I don't think the plan was to have anybody permanently on site
0: at uh, at this hub. Well, there was 24 24-hour secu- security that was in the in the budget. Yeah. But as uh But as far as the rest of the staff, I don't have the breakdown, but I know 24-hour security was in the budget, but yes. Yeah, but so that's a distinction.
1: If it was going to be a a supervised facility uh, like any other uh, apartment building where Mm -hmm. they had a superintendent or somebody Mm -hmm. on site,
0: I never, I, do you know the answer to that? I don't. Yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have the, as far as what maintenance and things along those lines, I don't know what was in the budget for those. Certainly it uh, yeah.
1: would address some of the concerns that mm. have been expressed.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would address some. I, I just don't know if there was a whole lot of caring for what the concern was. When the arguments devolved to, well, where are we going to find a, a motel to replace this one and what's it like to get rezoned for a motel? That tells me that we're not making the best faith arguments. We're just throwing whatever we can at the wall to see what sticks.
1: Exactly. Right. There must be, should be, facilities in all parts of the city that can accommodate these people Mm -hmm. uh, so that they have a safe, dry, warm place to
0: go at night i completely agree and it, and what i think is going to happen now though and this is my worry is that every neighborhood that is west of warrencliffe road and north of oxford if we try to put anything there i'm going to see the same stack of letters again because it, 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 like people are going to think well it worked the first time even though one did not necessarily lead to the other. Well, but that's what I'm worried
1: about. Well, let's see what people in Wortley Village have to say if one goes there.
0: Touché. Uh, War, you, you're right. <laughs> Fair point. If one goes oh, Westmount. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, well, Westmount's west of uh, Warrencliffe, But yeah, uh, Westmount, it would be the ultimate freakout. Uh, so I, I, I want to be very clear when I say that, you know, the, the the NIMBY stuff in Ward 7, I am far from thinking that's the only spot where this had happened. I do not believe that for even a second, that that's the only spot where all of a sudden you're going to have a hundred okay. letters. Drop okay. all right. it all. Do not believe that for a second now, but now I think you're going to see it more likely to happen because at some point they're going to want to do another hub. And when they want to do another hub, if that hub is in a spot where, you know, people feel they pay too many, too many, too much in taxes to have a hub near their house, we're going to see the same letters again. Well. Yeah. and you and, and may be right yeah so i i just don't know how council's going to thread this particular needle now because the first one the first spot that there was going to be any sort there was any sort of pushback on because there there was some small pushback for the ones near the hospital and, and, and the one out in east london but nothing significant uh the first one where there was any pushback it goes back to the drawing board it gets kind of thrown into the rubbish bin even if it's not because of the pushback i'm concerned about what that means for how this project is going to go forward and sort of how this looks for the city of london uh-huh. that's that's and i and I, and I i that's not your problem like Drake, that's that's their problem they screwed Drake, up yeah. they should have yeah, done their homework. I they should right. have done right. it right. They they got themselves into the situation. Don't dispute that for a second. Okay. Yeah, uh, they absolutely got themselves into this spot, and now they're going to have to deal with the consequences. The consequences are this is going to be a, a, a politically challenging. I think that's the nicest word, to, nicest way to phrase it. Well,
1: and, and and it is a political issue, but beyond that, it's a human issue. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's what has to be. Uh, forefront in the mind of everybody involved
0: in this mm-hmm. yeah, no no I, I I think so too and uh but I think by definition that means that there are humans that need this type of assistance all over the city so absolutely it's, it's a matter of how do we get this done absolutely and I, and I don't know what that I don't know what that necessarily means going forward is there anything else that you wanted to uh address with me Michael before no I appreciate the opportunity this was, yeah this uh, was good I, I thought we had a nice exchange here uh,
1: at least providing you with uh Uh, a perspective Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, uh, disagreed with you to some extent, but one thing that I think we can agree upon, there are a lot of issues that uh, have come forward that we do agree on. Yes, uh, absolutely. So uh, let's hope that uh, next time around it's done properly Mm -hmm. with all the issues that ought to be considered, considered, debated
0: discussed yeah and uh, well they can't mess it up again if they mess imagine imagine the next one gets messed up like woof jeez that would be well rough I have a saying is. the city of
1: London does things right. It only
0: takes them three times. <laughs> well, then by definition, <laughs> the next one's not going to go great. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for doing this. Okay. Thank you. That's Michael Lerner, who is uh, coming on here talking on behalf of some members of the Ward 7 Rate Association. The Craig Needles podcast can be found at ClassicRock981.com and LondonNewsToday.ca. You can hear me on Classic Rock 981 weekdays from 2 until 7. And of course, you can find the Craig Needles podcast on your favorite podcast app. The Craig Needles Podcast is a presentation of the Blackburn Media Podcast Network.